Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. Reminder to self, for future reference, the intro is loud. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Motorsports Madness, presented by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Uh, my name is Tom Baker, Randy Miller, co-host of the Inside Pass, which airs here on Tuesday mornings at 11 Eastern, uh, is in the studio with me tonight, along with Nick Moncher, who flies the V on a daily basis as the PR guru for Venturini Motorsports. And uh, we're going to be hearing from his boss in Uh-oh. about uh, an hour. Um, hopefully not with a negative report about uh, Nick, but uh, hopefully. Fired live on the air. Got all of it. Billy Venturini going to yeah, join us. You guys better us. say a lot of good things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, going to join us in the second hour, um, second half of the show, to uh, talk about ARCA and sort of ARCA's future and what's going on with the ARCA series as we sort of come out of our slumber with NASCAR. Obviously, that's the hot topic for tonight. We're going to dive in. Uh, Jacob Seelman will be joining us in a couple of moments uh, from Speed Sport and SprintCarMidget.com. And Jacob's going to talk to us, uh, help us kind of break down uh, the return of NASCAR, or at least the Cup Series and um, Xfinity and Trucks. Uh, we're going to see an awful lot of Darlington. That's not a bad thing. And we're going to see an awful lot of Charlotte. That's also not a bad thing. Um, over the next uh, month or so, uh, beginning in mid-May, and uh, just a crazy, crazy schedule. Uh, also, we're going to hear from Aiden Purdue, who is a young, up-and-coming Midwest USAC midget racer. And uh, Aiden has a really cool story. Uh, he's he's got basically a um, a champion, if you will, as in someone who is kind of um, pushing him forward and such, who actually got out of his race car to put Aiden in it because he believed that much in Aiden's talent. Um, So we're going to talk to Aiden about all of that. Uh, So Jacob will be joining us right around the turn. Aiden will be joining us as well in just a few minutes. And so we'll kind of have a round robin with uh, Aiden for a couple of uh, segments. Segments And then uh, later in the show, like I said, Billy Venturini will be joining us as well. So a lot to talk about here, a lot to come. We'll be back. To get things started tonight on Motorsports Madness, presented by mycomputercareer.edu, right after this. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. 
Ballin Street? Girlin Street! <gasps> It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Motorsports Madness officially kicking off here now. Our first uh, longer segment of the evening. And uh, I'd like to say thanks to the folks from VictoryCustomTrailers.com for being a part of this segment and a part of uh, all of our programming on um, Race Chaser Media and Race Chaser Radio. We do appreciate it. Of course, uh, Victory Custom Trailers, over 200 new and used trailers in stock. You can design your own trailer right on their website. So uh, if you want to check out a great opportunity to have a customized trailer, or if you just are looking for a good new or used trailer, uh, they can deliver and they will deliver anywhere in the country. Uh, VictoryCustomTrailers.com is the place to go. So um, we'll go to the Strutmasters.com, the suspension experts, phone line, and uh, we're going to pick up Jacob Seelman, Jacob um, from Sp- Sprint Car Midget and Speed Sport and uh, practically any sim race that exists these days. Jacob is everywhere. Um, and... Jacob, I, the, the, the inquiring minds want to know, uh, do you have a full-grown mullet yet, or have you found some underground stylist to actually cut your hair during this uh, pandemic? I have not found an underground stylist yet. However, I am not rocking a mullet. I will leave that to Ricky Stenhouse <laughs> Jr. and friends. Yeah, well, you could the- really pull off the Joe Dirt, though. We, well, we I, left him speechless. That never me. happens. Where's yeah. my bell? That should that's worthy of a bell, right? Yeah, there you go. That's worthy of a bell. We got Jacob speechless. Didn't even take a segment to do that. Okay, so uh we had some kind of big news today. Uh I just feel like we have so much to talk about in so little time, but 
we need to start with what's going on with NASCAR and the fact that um, they are running Darlington, 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 Charlotte, 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 and more Charlotte or whatever. It's I, This is a crazy uh, schedule that they've got. Uh, tell us officially what's going on here. NASCAR is returning Cup Xfinity and one truck race at least. So uh, fill us in on what's going on here quickly. Long story, a, a whole lot shorter, is we have seven NASCAR races in an 11-day period. Starting Ooh. May 17th, NASCAR is back. We will kick things off with the Cup Series at Darlington in a 400-mile event on Sunday, May 17th. Uh, it'll be, I believe, a 3.30 start time, if I uh, remember my calendar Correct. correctly. Yes. And it will be live on Fox, as well as the Motor Racing Network and Sirius XM Channel 90. Uh, then we move to an Xfinity race on Tuesday the 19th on FS1. That's in Tuesday night primetime. Uh, Wednesday will also be a primetime race on the 20th. That will be the NASCAR Cup Series in a 500-kilometer race. That's 300 and about 10 or 312 miles, roughly. Uh, then we move to Charlotte Motor Speedway and a Sunday through Wednesday log jam. It starts on the 24th with the as-scheduled running of the Coca-Cola 600 and moves to Monday where we will uh, see the Xfinity cars on Memorial Day proper in a 300-mile event. That's in prime time. Tuesday, the May 26th, a truck series, standard truck series event in prime time. And Wednesday, a 500-kilometer cup series event at Charlotte in prime time. All of those races are on the oval. There will be no roveling in this stretch of races. However, it will all be one-day shows. No qualifying or practice for any of the events except for the Coke 600. The Coke 600 will have qualifying, but aside from that, these are going to be, uh, I'll use the term minimalistic, very minimalistic shows. Get in, get it done, get out is pretty much the uh, the sense that we've gotten from talking to Steve, John, Steve O'Donnell and John Bobo over the course of the afternoon. So we we keep live pit stops, apparently. Um but we Indeed, we do, we do keep live pit stops. That is one thing they referenced. They wanted to keep the NASCAR experience and strategy as close to normal as possible. And we lose practice and qualifying except for the 600. Uh, so what this amounts to is we basically have three races at Darlington in the span of three days, two cups and an Xfinity. And then we go to four straight days of racing at Charlotte, Two cups and Xfinity and a gander, not in that order. Um, and this is pretty amazing. So the month of May, after having about, oh, what, six weeks off, uh, the folks in NASCAR world are going to be out of breath by the time they uh, get to Wednesday, May 27th at about uh, 10 o'clock or so in the evening, Randy. Uh, everybody's going to need a good night's sleep and a day off on Thursday. Yes, yes, that is correct. But this is this is what NASCAR fans wanted. This is what NASCAR wanted. This is what the drivers and crews and teams and everybody pretty much wanted. Let's just get to the 36 number, whatever that entails. However, we need to get there. Let's just get races under our belt. The main thing to remember, though, is that we're only doing this basically two weeks at a time. So this schedule will end up, you know, right at the end of May, and then by the time we get there, hopefully, you know, we'll have a better, clear picture of where June is going to lead us. 
in terms of what tracks can open up and where we might be going from there. But I have a sense that by the time we get to June, we won't be racing just Darlington and Charlotte anymore. Uh, no, I think uh, we may be able to do something with perhaps Kentucky um, because that state, I understand, is opening up pretty quickly. Uh, Michigan, believe it or not, I understand, is opening up pretty quickly um, now. So maybe you throw a Michigan in there somewhere. You got Martinsville, perhaps, and maybe Richmond that you could do if uh, Virginia opens up. I mean, there's. So if, I, if I can jump in here for a second. Please uh, do. Steve-O said, Steve-O said on the teleconference that they want to get about seven races in before they look at going to any events where they would have to consider air travel for anyone. So basically, we're lo- we're looking at seven races of, uh, and I'm assuming, you know, I assume that we mean seven cup races. Getting seven cup races in before we look at any sort of air travel or staying overnight anywhere. So that with seven races within driving distance, which means you expect Martinsville as a possibility, Bristol as a possibility, and perhaps Atlanta. Although Atlanta may be on kind of the outside fringe of drivable distance to do a one-day show, but uh, those are the other three tracks that are being looked at, I think, as realistic options before we look at going anywhere else outside about a four-and-a-half-hour radius. Atlanta's only four. I wouldn't say – I think Atlanta's – I think Atlanta is probably more doable uh, than, well, probably about the same as Richmond, I would say. Um, Martinsville is about two. And, uh, of course, you know, Charlotte and Darlington are both uh, Charlotte's down the road. <laughs> and and uh, Darlington's, I think, right around one and a half, two, somewhere in there, right? So, um, so basically, I think you could do probably any of those tracks. But uh, I didn't think about Atlanta. But, yeah, I, I think Kentucky certainly would be uh, – once you start to travel, I think you can hit Kentucky and you might be able to hit Michigan, but it's just going to depend what the teams want to do at this point. And, um, you know, it, it doesn't feel like the virus itself is going to be extinct anytime in the near future from what we're being told. So I don't know where that puts us, but we know that we know where it puts us for me. Nick Moncher, you are a part of. Uh, an ARCA team, but you've been in NASCAR world. You know what these guys are about to go through. This is a lot of racing. If you're a cup team, this is a lot of racing in a very short amount of time. How does this all work from the team standpoint? You better get ready right now. I know a lot of the teams have been getting back to work or will be getting back to work next week. And, you know, I think they're going, they're sticking with this aero package because they have a lot of cars ready. So that's a good thing. Um, so they don't have to make, you know, you don't have to get a road course car for right. a Rover or anything like that. Um, but it, it's going to be a lot of work, a lot of late nights. And, you know, but we also have guidelines on how long we're allowed to be in the shop, too. So, you know, NASCAR's put that out for us as well. Hmm. Okay. That's interesting. Didn't know that. Uh, well, think about these organizations that have multiple, like, have teams in multiple series. Like, you know, JGR, for instance, they have Xfinity cars and Cup cars. Yeah. That's a lot of work for having to have, you know, basically, what, four races out of the seven or whatever, you know, all. What about Thorsport? They have to travel from Ohio for the Charlotte race. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. A lot of, uh, boy, a lot to be, uh, still a lot of questions to be answered here as far as how all this is going to work. Whether or not uh, maybe NASCAR even might need some extra staff, at least temporarily, uh, with some of these races. Um, But uh, at least you've got uh, all of them within about two hours. So that's not too bad. We're going to... um, Bring Jacob back in the next segment, and we've got Aiden Purdue, uh, who's going to be joining us as well. Aiden is a very uh, young racer um, who's making his way up the ladder. We'll be back with more of the show right after these words. 
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke located on Route 1 or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. The madness continues as we roll along from the WSIC studios in Statesville, North Carolina. Tom Baker, Randy Miller, and Dick Moncher in studio. Uh, and we've got uh, both Jacob Seelman from Speed Sport, and also we've got uh, Aiden Purdue. On the strutmasters.com race lines, plural, this time, this will be a new one for us. We're going to actually bring them both on at the same time and hope that uh, we can pull this off safely. Fingers um, crossed. Yes. Get, pu- pu- pull those belts tight there, all of you listening or watching the show. Here we go. Um, Jaden, uh, Jacob, are you with us? Jacob, can you hear us? Okay. Well, we've lost one of them. 
I think we lost both of them. <laughs> Did we lose them both? They both went bye bye. Oh boy. Well, we'll uh, huh. we we warned you. Uh, we're gonna tr- we'll try it again here when they both call back. But you need the disclaimer at the bottom of the screen. Yeah, exactly. We are professionals, although sometimes we don't. Really well, this is the first time we've tried using both lines at once, and I've seen it done before, so I know it can be. I just uh, don't know if we're. Uh, missing an ingredient here or not. But anyways, um, we've been talking NASCAR schedule, and um, you just said something interesting, Randy, during hmm. the break. You mentioned, uh, have we got Jacob? Or is this, okay, Jacob, uh, I think Jacob's back. Hello, Jacob. I'm back. Okay, Jacob's back. So I'm, I'm going to throw this out before Aiden calls <laughs> us back, and we try this again. Randy mentioned during the break oh, that God. Bob Pockris, I think it was, right, yes, that had to put, a, put out uh, a tweet on the tweeter that um, basically said that NASCAR knows which races are not going to be run this year, but they're not going to announce it until just before Darlington. I hate it when y'all do that. I hate when media does that because it's like, it just, it's a big tease. Well, I'm sure there's some legal things that have to be discussed. <laughs> Tracks that have to be notified. And Don't told, tell hey, us you know, then. We, just... we can't, we, we, we want to tell you later, but we're going to tell you now you're not, we're not coming to your track this year. Here, here's my opinion of that tweet. I got news, but I can't tell you. <laughs> It ain't news then. It was all to get you riled up, Tom. <laughs> exactly. That's all it was. Right. Right. I love Bob. I just like to tease him. Okay. All in time. Um, Bob's, uh, Bob's the best. Okay. Um, so let's see if we can get Aiden in here as well. Well, I think we got it this you time. You have Aiden. You do not have Jacob. Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. So we know no, now no. that, uh, well, let's, let's go ahead and just talk with Aiden. Hello, Aiden. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Doing well. Thanks for being on Motorsports Madness. We were trying to plug Jacob Seelman in and uh, do a dual phone line. We're thing, experimenting I, live on the air. Good yeah, I don't it. think uh, I, we were told that worked, but I, I think we're missing a, a step here somewhere. Jacob so, would be the step um, we're missing at this point. So I'm Tom Baker. We got Randy Miller in studio as well. And uh, also uh, we've got uh, Nick Moncher here, the uh PR director for Venturini Motorsports, who's producing our show tonight. So we're happy to talk with you, Aiden. And uh, first of all, um, I want you to tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, but I, I want you to tell us the story, because when I was reading uh, some of your background, including the story that Jacob did for you for Speed Sport, um, you actually have a gentleman that you're racing the midget for who got out of his race car to put you in it. Is that true? That is correct. Wow. What an honor that must be. Talk about your background a little bit and bring us up to speed on how all that came about. So to start the story off, I was, I believe I was six years old when I first started um, quarter midget racing. And um, my dad had taken me to an arrive and drive in Taylorville, Illinois. And um, I had tried every other sport in, in history. You know, I've tried baseball, um, soccer, you know, basketball, everything, no, but nothing worked. There was just nothing that suited me. So then, like I said, my dad took me to an arrive and drive, which is where you can, um, you show up, you spend money yeah. for a certain amount of laps and, um, you, um, you get to try it and see if you like it. And we did that and I got to race a quarter midget and it was the best thing that had ever happened to me. I, I, I'm serious. I did not get out of that car. I, I did not <laughs> physically want to get out of that car. And um, that's where that spark of interest came. And that's when everything started was that moment. I realized that that was what I wanted to do. So then to fast forward that a little bit, we got four other cars later in the year. And um, 
we raced a little bit and um we did that on and off and about every weekend i would get better and better and we would have a blast me and the family would all go out there and we'd race on fridays and saturdays and then sometimes we'd go watch the big cars you know and then um but the fun part about racing quarter midgets was you know i just it it's different it's so much different than anything that um the kids around here do you know you know it it's just so much cooler to say sure but um then to start the story continue the story i should say um i ended up winning championships all over you know i was it it was definitely freaking awesome you know it was um i got to do some all over the country racing and um me and the family got to travel a lot and um yeah that ended up leading to four other cars you know so it was really fun and um yeah to continue that a little bit more i uh we went down to pennsylvania per se and ran some dirt um dirt grands down there and got to race with the usac guys a little bit and um ended up going back to one of the famous tracks of eldora speedway they had a little little track for us you know so it was cool to race there and i got to um meet a lot of great people in the way you know and some people such as andrew laser you know i i grew up racing with that oh, kid yeah. and yep. he's an awesome guy sure and is. um you know i got to uh do that and that was amazing and um especially like just the atmosphere is amazing to be in you know it, it's so much fun well anyways i would we'd go down there and we'd do that stuff you know just try and build your skills with the rest of the people in the world and um it was fun. We got better and better and better. And that eventually led to, we have the dirt grants around here. And that was in, I believe maybe Taylorville. If not, I forget all the tracks. Oh, Terre Haute, Indiana for a uh, fact. And um, oh, wow. we did that. And, you know, that was something really cool to me. You know, I'd never won a national grand championship. And that was what we were all going for. You know, we had that that one opportunity that everyone was going for everyone across the nation and state and everywhere so we did that and um i was i believe 10 at the time and i was still we had four cars then trying to compete in four classes and uh we ended up starting off good you know we we had strong we did good in our heat races and featured that prelim night i should say and put us good for our feature and we started off i think third yes it was third because i still have the um papers you know we uh, put papers on the front of the cars you see where you started and um we did that and we actually ended up winning that that was wow. the biggest moment of my life i i was 10 and i was screaming at the top of my life i, bet I was you were. so happy <laughs> i you... could i went and looked at dad and i we were both crying like i did not know what to do i was just so happy you know my whole family was so happy for me and i was like oh my gosh i just did this and that's when it really really took off that we were doing good and um we did that a couple more times got one we only ended up having one dirt uh grand championship and um then we went for point racing stuff and i believe taylorville yeah the act the place i started and um we did that and that's when my dad made a bet with me yeah i was, I was wondering as, if you were going to get to this because this is this is a funny part of the story for me um that i've actually seen happen before i i've i've talked to a couple of other kids over the years where this has happened but i love 
I love when this happens. Go ahead and tell the story. Your dad made a bet. Yes, my my dad made a bet with me, and we all know bets can go either way. And I I don't know. There was just something about it that I kind of grinned at him when he told me. He's like, "If you can win this dirt or the points championship here, I will buy you a micro." And I said, "Oh, that's a deal. Game you on. Know, I, that's what I wanted to move up to." Yeah, that was game on at that point. I said, "All right, I'll do that." And he looked at me, said, "All right, good luck." And I went out in that race, and I was the calmest I've ever been. I was just set sail. I was just, I had to finish third. So I was just, I already started fourth or fifth or somewhere back there. So I had to kind of move up a couple spots, you know, just have some fun and cruise. And we did just that. And um, we finished third, just one, that spot I needed to be. <laughs> and we locked that points championship up. And I mean, he was. He was, I don't even know what he was doing. He was just, he was so like proud, but he, he lost that bet. And I'm like, yeah, that's why you don't make bets with me, dude. It was, has it he, was awesome. Has he made a bet with you since? No, he will not make a bet with me. He's a smart man. He's a smart I man. Wouldn't either. That's exactly right. So you got your micro and um, you've been racing micros now for about five years or so. Um, and I, I don't want to get into the story about how you transitioned um, into the midget just yet because we don't have enough time in the segment um, to finish. So I want to just get a, a, a little bit of quick background. You're how old? I am 15 years old. 15. Are you no. sure? You talk like you're 30. No. <laughs> That's amazing. See, everyone says that. Everyone says that. Well-spoken for your age. That's a huge plus. Where are you from? I am from Clinton, Illinois. Okay, so that's a hotbed for open-wheel racing over there. Um, I mean, it's really a hotbed for a lot of different kinds of racing because you, you go um, go too far and you, you hit uh, IMCA modified territory. So uh, got a lot of racing over there to, uh, to choose from. So we're going to continue um, in our next segment. If you can hang on just for a second, Aiden, we're going to put you back in the land of hold uh, and uh, we'll bring you back for our next segment. We have got to step aside and do a little business when we come back more with Aiden Purdue. And then uh, hopefully we can get Jacob Seelman back in here too, but we'll be back with more of the madness right after this. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. 
Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Sports Madness rolls on, presented by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. And um, just uh, found out Johnny Benson may be back in the Super Modified for a few starts this year. That is pretty exciting, at least for me as a Super Modified fan. But anyway, back to the another uh, one of my favorite open-wheel type of cars, the Midgets, um, along with another one, which is the Micros. We're going to bring Jacob Seelman out first. So we're going to try this one more time. Jacob, hello. You are back on the air. Are you there? I am. Okay. So we got Aiden, no Jacob. So I'm not sure what uh, is going on here, but we, we it was Jacob a good no idea. Aiden. We thought we would give it one more shot because we're stubborn around here. But um, we'll uh, we'll figure out what, what uh, we need to, need to do for next time. So we'll continue with Aiden. And uh, you were just about to tell the story. And, and I, I want you to, to be concise with this, but I want you to give us enough detail to, to, to give us uh, kind of the, the real skinny on um, how does one go from micros to midgets and actually have somebody willing to get out of their car to put you in it? Oh, you know, that was that was amazing. But it all started when I was in micros for uh I think it was my first year in micros and I we I got to meet Brad McDaniel, which he's been my my crew chief as it is, and he's a great guy and he knows a lot of guys out there in the micro world, so I over time I've gotten to meet great people such as Daniel Robinson. I got introduced to him at um Southern Illinois Raceway and um when I first met him, I'm like, oh, who's this guy? You know, it was 
I didn't know really who he was. And um, as over time as I got to race with him every weekend, it was I got to know that he was such a great guy. And Daniel's a very caring guy, and um, you know his personality is key. You know, it's it's so great for all these upcoming drivers to see how great of a guy he is. And I was lucky enough to meet him through Brad, and that was the best thing that's ever happened to me. And it led on. You know, we were. He got to know my family, and we're all best friends with Daniel. You know, he's a great guy, funny guy, and, um, you know, that led into, um, you know, we would race competitively against each other a lot, and then I slowly got to know him over three years, and we became, like I said, really good friends, and we did that, and um, we we would, um, he, you know, shoot, I don't even know where I'm going with this. Um, you know, we were... We were um, talking a lot, and, uh, you know, it was last, or this January, he came and Brad gave me a call. You know, I've always liked midgets and stuff, and he was like, yeah, you know, um, so what do you think on midgets? I'm like, oh, dude, those things are awesome. You know, I love those things, and he's like, well, how would you feel driving one? And I said, oh, dude, I would love to drive one. Uh, You know, that's always, I've always watched those things near me, and um lincoln speedway that they were amazing and um he's like well consider it because you're driving one and i'm like oh my gosh you know it was i'm like what do you mean and he's like well daniel has stepped out of the car for you wow and he wants to see you drive and i was so honored to to even say that you know to even hear that was completely amazing you know i was so shook because Daniel was still really good in the sport, you know, he was racing competitively with us and, you know, to um, see him give me this opportunity and him step out was absolutely mind blowing. You know, it was, I was so happy. Yeah. I was so happy. And, um, I had a loss of words forever. And then it was, it was so like, I had that burst of energy, you know, I wanted to do everything, go race it now. And, then the coronavirus hit and then we haven't really got much racing going on. So it's all really been on the sim. So did you have a chance? You did have a chance. I think though to test the car, right? If not race it once or twice. Yes, we did get to race it at Southern Illinois indoors and Decoin, Illinois. Okay. And that was my first ever race. Okay. And the midget. What was it like the first time you stepped? Because I, I know in the story, uh, you said I could just pop wheelies almost on command, it felt like. Uh, that had oh. to be huge for you coming out of the micro. Oh, for sure. You know, the micro, I was, I'm was, i so used to that power, you know, that 636 is just nothing compared to this. And <laughs> they were all back in the pit laughing, you know. They're like, hey, this is going to have a lot of horsepower. I'm like, shit nothing I've not felt before, you know, I'm like, let's do it. And, you know, I strapped into that and you could just feel the adrenaline going. And I didn't even know what to do. I was just going to go out there and give it some gas and see where we went. And I did just that. And it the first time I did it, it threw me back in the seat. I was just like, holy crap, this thing got a lot more horsepower than I thought. <laughs> so and, I'm, uh, well, I'm sure you're okay. excited to drive it again. Tell us, tell us what, I mean, I, I understand the coronavirus and we're on a delay and all of that, but what what was your plan or what is your plan in terms of racing it uh, this season? What is your general plan? 
Well, we got, we're going to do all the big money shows in the micro. And then when we're not racing those big money shows, we're going to take the midget out and race in our city, you know, close to home. And we're going to get to know it and hopefully even race the chili bowl in the end of this year and see what we can do. Wow. That's awesome. Um, so you're going to also be running the micro, uh, this season as well. You kind of doing the dual seat thing. Yeah, you know, we um we're gonna we got two micros this year since I won one from a championship in uh southern Illinois. So wow. we have two cars now, so we're gonna have a wing car and a non wing car, so that's really gonna open opportunities up for us and then we're gonna try and do those big shows and then uh you know, Daniel even offered for me to run his uh micro at um, Southern Illinois in the indoors, but we wanted to test our stuff because that's a brand new car to me. You know, it was yep. such cool, so cool to get to get that, uh, get to know that car. And um, we did that. And uh, yeah, you know, maybe we'll race Daniel's micro and midget sometimes. And then, you know, maybe even give him the opportunity to run my micro that I'm not running. And uh, yeah, you know, just give back to what he's giving me. What a great story. That's uh that I, I love seeing drivers help out other drivers and that's a uh, boy, I know how hard it can be to get out of the seat and uh for him to do that to help your career, uh that that says a lot. Uh what what do you like to do when you're not involving yourself in racing in one in one way or another? Um one of my big things that I do is eye racing. That's been my big Thing right now and um basically in that it's an online simulation where we yeah. race with every anyone across the world you know sure. and uh, we i have my pro license in that and um race with the best guys in the world and you know it's it's still fun like david gravel and tyler courtney and all those guys you know it's so fun to get to race with them especially christopher bell you know that's somebody i've always looked up to sure. a driver and um, now we're racing on the sim with him. You know, it's so cool. But, uh, yeah, we've been doing that. And if I'm not eye-racing, I'm either working outside or riding four-wheelers or something. I'm always outside. I love the outdoors. Okay. Got an outdoorsy sort of kid. Did you have a question, Dick, or you just uh... – I was just going to ask him how he enjoyed the coin since, you know, we raced there once a year on the there Arc car. Go. How about it, man? How'd you enjoy it? Um, I like the coin. You know, the coin's a great track. It's it's definitely hard. It's hard to pass, and um, it's it's definitely challenging because I don't get to race there every weekend as per se a regular track, and um, it's it's definitely challenging going into it because you only, like you said, get to go there once a year, and you look at that place and it kind of looks at you back. You know, you, it's mean, and uh, it's definitely challenging. It's very flat, and um, like I said, yeah, you know, there's. A lot of hard racing that goes on in there and uh it's a lot of moving people and if you're not going to take it they will so if you really think it's hard to, to, uh, to pass in a midget you should go there in an arca full body stock car <laughs> oh yeah i bet that would be real hard it's really hard to pass then yeah you gotta yeah. love uh i i remember tyler dimple i asked him because he was used to the big block modifieds up north um that i grew up watching as well and I said, well, what's it, what's it was it like to race the uh, stock car around Decoin? And Dipple's response was it was like running a tank. 
around the. <laughs> That's probably the most accurate <laughs> <Yeah>. description because <laughs> it's just so heavy, and you're trying. Yeah, but um, it's it's interesting the 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 very quick arc that your career has taken to be just 15 years old and, and be able to now be in a, a, a full midget car. Uh, what is your, what is your goal? I mean, are you, uh, are you wanting to stay on the dirt or are you wanting to eventually make your way over this way and end up in NASCAR like uh, a lot of other guys do? Well, that's something I get asked a lot and it was, I've made my decision and i I want to go first. My first spot after I move out of midgets and micros is going to be the four tens with world outlaws. I've always wanted to do that. I don't care if it's one race, but I want to say I did it. You know, I just want to race one of those four tens. And then after that, you know, I, if I get the offer to come race pavement, I will gladly do it. Cause I've watched NASCAR all my life. You know, my dad's addicted to that and, um, I was never really interested in it. And then I kind of watched it more and I would love to race the pavement NASCAR or anything, you know, it, it would just be amazing to get that opportunity. So you're basically open to whatever comes your way, but you want, you definitely want to, uh, make a start or two at least, uh, with the outlaws. Yes, well, for sure. That kind of fits the pattern, I guess, Randy. That's I true. mean, um, you know, we see so many drivers, you know, kind of take that path. They get to the four tens and then um, turn right, basically, <laughs> head east and, uh, and <laughs> come over to uh, North Carolina and start running late. We've models. had many uh, dirt drivers run our ARCA cars in the past. So. Yeah, there you go. So you got, uh, you know, the driver development uh, guy from them. Uh, Venturini Motorsports uh, is our producer. So, um, you know, he's uh, listening to everything here. You never know. Maybe you'll end up uh, someday in a situation to race a Venturini Arca car. That'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, for sure. I love Arca cars. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do you, have a, do you have a hero that you look up to or a driver in NASCAR that, that's uh, kind of your favorite? Ooh, this this is a tough question. I've I've was always looked up to Tony Stewart, but if I didn't pick him, hmm, I would. Mm, I uh, this is hard. You're put me on the spotlight here. I'm surprised because uh, I I thought you'd say Chris Bell. After I asked the question, I was like, I shouldn't have bothered because he's going to say Chris Bell, but not so fast. Yeah, huh? it, this is tough. There's so many good drivers. <laughs> Well, obviously, uh, you don't have a specific current one then that you follow. You just kind of enjoy the racing. Yep, I do love the racing. The there racing you go. is very interesting. Okay, we've got less than a minute here, so really quickly, in about 30 seconds or less, uh, who you who helps you make it happen? Oh, boy, I can't, or I would like to thank um, Brad McDaniel, my mom, my dad, um, everyone, everyone who gets me where I am, McCreary Motorsports, Daniel Robinson, um, my everyone who gets me to where I am, especially um, I'd like to thank virtually on the iRacing world, um, NOS Energy Drink, you know, um, D-Max Race Products and Driven to Save Lives. 
to drive for such an honoring team and um, support a great cause. And awesome. I would love to thank Tim Clawson for giving me that amazing opportunity. Absolutely. Well, we've uh, we've really enjoyed uh, having you on the program, and we need to bring it back. We can talk to you a little longer, so we'll make sure that we do that. Uh, I'll be in touch soon, buddy. Thanks for coming on. And with that, we're going to step aside more in a moment. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way if you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Ty Ingram, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. One of the funniest Twitter videos I've seen in a while. Tyler <laughs> Ankrum bloopers. His blooper reel video. Yeah, blooper reel video. Uh, if you don't follow Tyler Ankrum on Twitter, please do. And scroll down and watch that. It is fall down funny. Welcome back to Jacob Seelman, we believe anyway. Jacob, are you there? 
Hello, Jacob. Jacob is no here. I think Jacob's no, got Jacob his ears off. Uh, we, we'll see if we can get my computer career to reboot him, and maybe we can get him back on in the next segment. But NASCAR uh, got a reboot, so Jacob needs yeah, a reboot. Yeah, Jacob exactly. needs a reboot as well. Uh, I was going to ask Jacob, but we can talk about this. Um, interesting that NASCAR didn't waste any time this week in wavering both Ryan Newman and the reboot of Matt Kenseth. <laughs> Uh, into the 42 car, oh, by the way, replacing Kyle Larson. Um, both of them wavered into the playoffs if they make it. In other words, they're eligible if they if they qualify, obviously, through the proper means. Um, do you think that this is a good thing or a bad thing, Randy Miller? Well, I think in the terms of Brian Newman, obviously it's a great thing. He started out the season, you know, there's no reason to believe why he shouldn't be allowed to, to try to compete for the championship. On the Matt Kansas situation, I can see where people are going to be like, why does he get in? You know, he hasn't ran any races. He hasn't been in cup for a long time. But when you think about how many how the sponsors are, you know, with everything happening with, with Kyle Larson, you want the sponsors to be able to, to get their bang for their buck. So why not let them have the opportunity to have a driver come in and try to get them into the championship? Nick so. Monsher, your two cents. Ditto. <laughs> I mean, Newman, we <laughs> that we knew that was going to happen. Penny. I mean, it happened for Kyle Busch, so it should happen. Uh, and Kenseth kind of expected it to happen, just like Randy said, because, you know, he's going to run most of the races, obviously, and there's some sponsor obligations there that need to be met. So. Mm-hmm. See, you, you, you okay. said, I was going to exactly say what you said in terms of the, the precedent's been set with Kyle Busch um, and probably one or two others, if we think about it, uh, in the past who've been wavered in uh, under unique circumstances. And so, yeah, I, I think you had to do it. Um, it'll be interesting to see if either one of these guys make the playoffs. I think there's a pretty good chance that we can see both of them in the playoffs um, before it's all said and done, but we'll see how that goes. Back with more of Motorsports Madness in a moment. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Whew. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. 
But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes on Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Motorsports Madness continues, and here's the deal. More and more, I'm seeing things online and folks that are struggling and Um, you know, really, this is just a tough time for everybody. I mean, you've got a lot of people that have been thrown out of work because of this virus, uh, who are really looking at this point to maybe, um, change careers or, or look for other opportunities to, um, to, to gain more stability. If that is you, if you're looking for a new job, if you're looking for a first job, uh, and you want to do something that is going to be stable and no, nothing is ever perfectly recession proof, but I, the IT industry is just smoking hot right now uh, and is expected to stay that way for a number of years. There's way more demand for qualified folks to work in IT than there are a supply of them. That's why my computer career might be the perfect answer for you. It is training for a better life. Here's the deal. You can go and take the free career evaluation on their website, mycomputercareer.edu. If you feel like IT is the direction you want to go in, financial aid is available if you qualify, including the GI Bill. Takes you four four months, as little as four months, depending on how um, much you dedicate yourself to it. You can uh, do that in as little as a few days a week online or at one of the seven campuses across the country. And in as little as four months, you could be ready for a new position. When you're ready for that, not only does my computer career give you the proper training, but they work with hundreds of employers to help you get placed into a brand new position. My computer career is training for a better life. And honestly, I know the folks that operated. I know why it started. And this is not a school for those who are just sort of kicking the tires. If you're serious about wanting to do this, they will put you to work. And my computer career is a great way to change your life for the better. So it's not rocket science. It is my computer career. It is training for a better life. And I encourage any of you who are looking for a change of direction in your working life to make that step and go take the free career evaluation and see if it's for you. My computer career, training for a better life. And we are thankful to have them as a part of the Race Chaser family of supporters. We will be back with more right after this. 
You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. with dance moves yeah see nick's got all the moves here but he won't put himself on camera when he when, when we come back so that uh, i'm in charge of the board yeah see that's like you know he he y'all don't know what you're missing i'm telling you uh welcome back to motorsports madness we are into the second half of the show and uh we've got nick's boss on the strutmasters.com now he gets to behave for the next 20 minutes yeah, now so, i'm gonna be quiet um i i <laughs> wonder uh billy venturini we're gonna bring uh Billy out here onto the air. And I wonder if you've ever seen some of the dance moves that Nick Monster's got, Billy, because uh, he's got it going on here in the studio during the breaks. You know, I have seen Nick dance um, through the years. I've known Nick a very long time. So 
there's probably I, I I can't remember the exact day, but I know we've been to uh, perhaps some adult establishments where uh, <laughs> there was some some liquid that drink that probably uh, probably was messing with all our judgment a little bit, and I've seen him break a move for sure. It was probably the uh, 08, 09 banquet, and it was probably Terry Jones's fault. <laughs> you get him relaxed, and he's dancing with the stars, uh, ready talent. Uh, yeah, Terry, Terry, Terry's never won a race, but I don't know if he's ever lost a part. <laughs> I know a few people like that. <laughs> Billy, uh, glad to have you back on the program. We really enjoyed it when we had you in studio a while ago before they put us all in house arrest. But uh, looking forward to having you back again, hopefully, uh, once they let us out. Uh, yeah. But uh, in the meantime, uh, I appreciate you coming on because. Obviously, we had a big announcement from NASCAR today, and and you know there's there's just not a really good way to do this. There's no there. This is new territory. We've never been here before. Um, you know, I think the announcement when I looked at it, uh, you know, I've kind of been on in a lot of different situations in the sport, from crews to promoting tracks and, and series and whatever. And I, I can kind of relate uh, to different um, factions and saying, man, we are all going to need a good night's sleep uh, by the time this is all over with at the end of May. Um, but yet ARC is not anywhere on that schedule. And it was so. Um, my first question to you is what can you tell us about the ARCA series and where that appears to be in this whole sort of uh, rebooting process, as we like to say, because my computer career is our sponsor. <laughs> um, well, we were supposed to be, we were supposed to race on that Saturday, which was uh, the 23rd, I believe. At Charlotte, today. yeah. Um, and, and there was just a little confusion, I believe, between uh uh, between the mayor's, I mean the governor's office, and um, I basically like our, our NASCAR scheduling, and so then I know that it was just basically more or less they wanted the first race at Charlotte to be or back in North Carolina to be uh, the Coke 600 on Sunday. Uh, then I know on Monday the I think it's the Xfinity cars go, and then the trucks on Tuesday, and then Cup again on Wednesday, and then they're off to Bristol. So we thought we were going to be able to go on Saturday, but they basically, um, just by state regulation, uh, none of our activities were able to start until the Sunday race with the Coke 600. So um, that, that's basically what, what happened. It was just more or less a, uh, guess a little bit of a maybe miscommunication at, the very, at, at one side, but, uh, you know, we're working through it, and hopefully we'll be at uh, maybe Bristol or something else real soon. Um, and get to some races, but uh, I, I think that, and I, and I don't want to speak too out of turn, but we'll be, I highly uh, expect us to be at Charlotte. It'll just be at a later date. I got you. That's interesting. So uh, we were supposed to uh, have a race basically on what would have been the uh, 23rd of May at Charlotte correct. the day before the 600. Uh, but the governor wanted the first race back to be the 600. Um, the promoter in me uh, could possibly understand that because you want to make a big deal at the biggest race, um, you know, NASCAR returning to North Carolina and all of that. Um, but that's unfortunate. I would have liked to have seen ARCA in there. So where, yeah, where do, I will, t- I will tell you, NASCAR, NASCAR and SMI were doing everything they could to try to pull this off for us. They have been uh, great friends of the ARCA family sure. and, and 
And obviously now that NASCAR owns it too, they've got even more vested in it. But uh, it was their objective and plan for us to race on Saturday. It just, uh, there's some things that we're not going to be able to control throughout all this. And, and some of the things we're going to, some of the hurdles we're going to deal with are probably going to be local government or state government. Um, and this is just the first case in which we're dealing with it. So where does that leave ARCA in terms of what do you foresee uh, perhaps as being uh, the first race out of the box and when would that happen? Do you know? Um, I'm not 100% sure. Um, I know Cup goes to Bristol the following week and I know that ARCA has, East and ARCA regular, uh, regular series has uh, has a race at Bristol so maybe somehow we can get in on that. Um, uh, then I know Cup goes, the next two races Cup goes to, I don't think believe we'll be involved in at all. I know later in the month Poconos is there. I would say that's still highly likely. So um, maybe we can somehow get in on Bristol and then uh, hopefully get to Pocono as we were planned. And then I would say we, we're going to probably have to start to get some short track races in too. Um, not sure what status will be in Chicago. Uh, that's a questionable one. Michigan status, I believe, uh, is very questionable with everything that's going on there with their uh, political government. So um, Michigan and Chicago, I'd say, are both huge questions at this point. I just saw today, I thought somewhere that said that um, Michigan was going to start opening up now, um, that there'd been a change. I don't know if that was accurate or not, but uh, perhaps that one might still be in play. Um, but you think that Bristol would be the next cup race after the May 27th Charlotte race? Is that what you're saying? And maybe you guys would. Yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, that, did they announce that yet? Or they not? haven't. Sure. They've only announced okay. through the 27th. So, uh, okay. I would, I'd hire, well, there you go. Then I scooped it for you. So, um, <laughs> we love scoops, yeah, man. Yeah. You know, it, it should be, or I think it's going to end up being Bristol. Um, will be the next one. Um, at least that's what I'm in, I'm kind of thinking. I know that's internally, even not just information I have, but other cup teams have kind of told us that too. So, okay. um, so that's where I've gotten that is actually some local cup teams. Because that's actually, that fits with what they had said before, that there would be a Bristol show in, in this first run. Um, yeah. Because we're waiting for Virginia to open up. Um, so Martinsville is not in the question, and the teams didn't want to travel very far right away. So Correct. Bristol would be a close, you know, a close thing. So maybe maybe we get a Saturday show or a Friday show. I don't know where, where they're going to put the cup in, but um, maybe the day before, the day after we get uh, you guys at Bristol. Hey, we'll, we'll race any day of the week, man. We're ready to play. I can imagine. And that's where I wanted to go next with you is, uh, I mean, what is your feeling? I, I, I mean, Nick's kept us pretty up to date on what, where you guys are as a team. Um, you seem to be prepared. You kind of pre-prepared uh, very well. What is your general feeling about where ARCA, the other ARCA teams are as a group? Are, are they ready to go back? Could they go back racing in mid-May if everybody, if, uh, if, if NASCAR put them somewhere? Well, hell, we were all heading to Pensacola to go race, so I'm assuming they could at least get to the next race, right? So Fair enough. I mean, yeah. That's right. We were, I, our I, trailers were loaded with cars going down to Pensacola, so I can't imagine that it would be that much stress for at least them to get to a short track race. Because, uh, I mean, no one even had a chance to crash their stuff down there. So, um, so I, I I can't imagine why we couldn't be, couldn't be at a race, man. That's we're fine. ready to – we're sure – we're ready to rip, man. Uh, we're We're – I'm no matter what they throw at us, we'll be, we're, we're prepared. We're very well prepared right now. 
it seems like the consensus uh, is that they want to at least get all the national events in. Uh, is that correct? I would say they want to get all the national and get all the East races in. But if you were to prioritize them, I would say the ARCA Premier Series would be the uh, sure. first first on the agenda, followed by the East. I, and not that the West isn't important, because the West is very important and it's very instrumental for, for a whole bunch of people out there. I just think they're going to have more hurdles to oh, deal yeah. with Big being out West. Yeah. Um, so um, this is, I'm probably... I'm probably a little appreciative that I'm not involved in that because, you know, we were going to go around two West races. We yeah. were going to go around Sonoma and we were going to go around Phoenix at the end of the year. I still foresee Phoenix probably being ready to go by the time we get there in November okay. or December or whenever the hell we end up racing there. Yeah. But um, I'm that Sonoma race at the beginning of June. Yeah. I think they've already, they've already canceled that. Yeah, so. it doesn't look good at all. We're going to step aside. Hang on, Billy. We'll pick you up on the other side of the break. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Olero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. 
A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the madness, and it truly is tonight. Uh, the madness presented by mycomputercareer.edu. Uh, Billy Venturini has been kind enough to join us on the strutmasters.com race line during this segment. Uh, so we'll go ahead and bring him back out. Uh, uh, Billy, uh, we've, we talked a little bit about uh, Arca's situation. Um, I want to talk about the marketing side of this for a little bit, because I, I know that a lot of people have asked me how this all works with the sponsors that you guys have. Um, because of course, uh, those sponsors in some cases are long season or full season. And sometimes they're specific race sponsors or groups of races. Um, how is this working out with the sponsors? Uh, this kind of, floating maybe as i like to call it uh you know uh, what is the reaction you're getting from the sponsors that you guys have uh and what are you hearing in terms of sponsors from other teams well unless you're on another planet i think everyone realizes this is something you got to be cooperative here man i mean this is this is a lot bigger than nascar this is a lot bigger than sports it's a lot bigger than than any sponsor, it's about humanity here. So we're we're all doing what's best as as a community here for, for basically mankind. So I don't think there's anyone who's trying to pull some kind of selfish agenda right now. At least I have not come across it. And maybe good. I'm just really fortunate that I have really good people that we're associated with and, and that we do business with. But man, there hasn't been anyone. Everyone still understands that there's going to be a little give and take. We're going to have to. Our schedules might be flexible. That, you know, the activation at the racetracks might be different, um, and that, that changes some things. Yeah, that's, that's another part side, of it. yeah. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, man, once there's fans there, we'll be able to activate. Well, when there's not fans there, our TV numbers we're anticipating to be significantly better than they've ever been because there's just because everyone is starving for sports right now. So what we're going to lack in at-track at- at- activation, we feel we're going to make up in, in total TV exposure. It's a really good point uh, because, again, the lack of other sports right now, motorsports is about it. So that should benefit everybody uh, motorsports wise and not just necessarily, for example, the the Cup Series. Uh, your numbers would be significantly higher as well because you're going to get a lot of probably primetime exposure during this period, I would guess. And who are we competing against to other sports-wise, so people are going to want to watch this. I mean, what did the, the NFL draft, it was filmed in people's basements, basically, and had 30% or 40% more viewership than it's ever had, just because people are starving to watch something to do with sports, because that's really one of the main passions of, of this whole, uh, of America. So, and, and really, I know worldwide it's big, but I, I mean, really can speak for in this country with the sports that we participate in, you know, this is really the backbone of entertainment. I want to tell you, that's that's another great point. And I was thinking about this actually earlier today. One of the lessons I think we've learned from this situation is that sometimes sort of the slick, high-tech, you know, studio productions, personally, 
I thought the NFL draft was way more fun to watch <laughs> with everybody in their basements because what you ended up with is a lot of authenticity. You saw a lot more player reactions, family reactions. Um, I thought that the connection between, you know, Goodell and, and, and all of the fans that were sort of on the big screen behind him. Um, I just, I, and even with the race hub and some of the other uh, daily race shows, I love seeing it. And I think, I think what that shows you is you don't need all of the high tech stuff. It's at the end of the day, it's all about content. Right. I mean, it, it, and, it, uh, I thought I thought that was a lot of fun, actually. Oh, I think there, I think there's going to be so many things that change. Yeah. Through this that we've that we've never even considered. I mean, let's be honest. There's a lot of co- companies that pay for office space in which their people could work from home and work on their computer yeah. just as easily. And I'm sure there's some companies that are going to look at that and say, you know, we can maybe restructure. We know we can monitor their production still from the time they're logged in on the computer and, yeah. not, and the work they're getting done. So there might, there, there might be a lot of things in society that change like that. And, uh, and TV, the way we, we were taking our content might change a little bit too. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the only thing I missed was that I kind of missed the banter between Todd McShay and, uh, and, oh, yeah. uh, oh gosh, uh, but, but besides that, it was, it was, it was totally entertaining. And, and it was. I watched, the, I watched the whole first round with my kids and I, and my wife, we, we all, we were locked in. Well, I think, you know, again, I think that, uh, it, you know, you look at it from a big picture sense and, you know, all of this, the, the, the racing that we're seeing covered on TV. I mean, last, last night was just absolutely a crack up with Mario Andretti and, and the, the races that they had on FS1. And, um, but I, I think that maybe out of this um, eventually might come some visionary who goes, you know, I can make good show content out of, um, you know, people's tweets and people's, uh, you know, cause honestly, some of it's great. I, and I, I want to be, before we carry on here with, scheduling and all of that. I want to take a minute because um, I've watched the content that, that Venturini has been putting out and you guys, I, I told Nick on Monday, um, th- your drivers are so good at social media <laughs> and Repco in particular and the Repco roast, Billy, you were hilarious. That was some <laughs> of the funniest stuff I've seen on social media in a long time. Well, I've, I've, you guys have kind of been spoiled because I've pretty much put the, my real hat on since I've walked in your place. Like, You've got me pretty unfiltered on most everything. <laughs> I guess I guess that's the age coming out. When I was a little younger, maybe I would have stayed filtered for a little longer till I got to know someone. But now I'm to the point. I'm like, yeah, you guys, if you like me, great. If you don't, oh well. But you're gonna kind of get me unfiltered. And uh, so, so you guys probably under you guys probably weren't surprised with some of that roasting. I know Nick was dying for that because he specifically asked me. He's like, <laughs> uh, you gotta get you gotta get on Repco. I'm like, oh, I no problem. Like he ain't gonna get upset. He's like, no, I think he really would like it. I think he'd enjoy that if you partake in that. And I was like, heck yeah. I'll, uh, if he's okay with it, <laughs> as long as I'm not going to hurt his feelings, I'll go with it, sure. <laughs> he wanted to be roasted so bad. It was unbelievable. <laughs> and when Toyota said, hey, we need somebody from the team, I was like, I know the perfect person for this. <laughs> See, Nick, Nick knows me well, and, and I am the one with the master like comebacks and, and one-liners. So I just usually, like I said, not, not usually for radio or TV, but as I've gotten older, I probably – even uh, I don't keep them hidden as well. Well, I mean, but again, authenticity is what makes it right. And Repco's got 
to me the perfect personality for that because he's easy he, to pick he's on. He's not afraid. He well, he's not. He he's as self deprecating as right. you know. Like he 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 has no ego. There's no ego in Ryan Repko. He 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 kind of has this. He plays this whole um, as as uh, Nick said it the other day. He plays this whole sort of dork personality really well, <laughs> right? And he 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 does a good job with that. It's, yeah, it's. I'll tell you what. We're we're a team, man. That we just the the drivers are good about not having. They're they're pretty. Uh, they're, it's easy to interact with them, and, and they're pretty down to earth. You know, I think Drew. You know, and I think Drew's got to get more comfortable because I don't know if he always comes across that way. But I spent a lot of time with Drew. That kid's got a wonderful personality. He too. does. And he's a, yeah, and he's he's a really good kid, man. Yeah. Golly, yeah. you know. Um, and then selfie, selfie's just quirky. I mean, I love selfie, but he's a. He's kind of a different dude. Um, you can tell he's from out west, so he's uh, <laughs> he, but he's a good dude. I love that. That's what him. makes it though, and and yeah. uh, you know the differences in the personalities. I mean, you, you know, um, Diaz kind of has his own little. Um, uh, uh, you know, quirks to, about about him and and Corey Heim and and of course Chandler. Uh, is so- uh, Chandler Chandler is ultra sensitive. <laughs> I'm just going to let you guys know that right now. He is, <laughs> he is not one. He cannot take a ribbing. So I know that everyone started busting on him a little bit about looking like Abe Lincoln, and I think he pretty much shut down and stopped our Twitter takeover. He was done with the happened. takeover after that. And really? that, and that came from that. selfie of all people. Who was comparing him? Why was, why was somebody was... selfie did? Cause he hadn't had a haircut or a shave oh. forever. <laughs> so everyone gave Chandler a hard time and he got all sensitive sailing at us. That's funny. Good. Well, yeah. I was about to say Chandler kind of marches to the beat of his own drum a little bit. Chandler's, you know what? You know. But I love that. I yes. love that about him. Yes. I push. So I know there's, there's other people in racing who think Chandler sometimes, I don't want to say lack focus, but they don't know if they like his uh, his approach. Right. I've actually encouraged his approach because I've I've been with the kids since he was fifteen. I want them to have their own personality. Yes. I want them to have their own life. I want them to be kids because the I've always felt like the kids that live it one hundred percent and can't think about anything else, honestly, have a tendency to choke in pressure situations yeah. and. Uh, and I know, and I'm, and that's probably going to scare a whole bunch of kids and be like, "Oh, do I need to try less?" No, that's not it. I'm just saying the problem is when you get build up every day in your mind that this is all you need to do and this is all I have and this is my whole life and this is my whole dream, and you look at it like that, you choke. When you go out there and you go, "I need to hit my marks, execute, and results will take care of themselves," you win. And that's that's just it, man. Like, the more you get in your own head, that's a bad thing. And I've seen lots of drivers do it. And yep. I learned through that with, with all the driver development was done. You're exactly right. Uh, you know, and I, and I teach that the mental game is what I teach with my, the drivers I work with. And that's exactly right. And I love seeing authenticity. Obviously there are lines you shouldn't cross, but I love right. that each one of your guys has their own personality. I think that's great. We're going to, um, we're going to step aside. We're going to, if you don't mind, we're going to ask you to hang on. We'll uh, bring you back on the other side of this break because uh, uh. there's more that we want to get to here. And uh, <laughs> we look forward to that. So we'll have more uh, with Billy Venturini. Uh, and we really are going to have a chance to hopefully before the end of the show, talk about um, the I race that happened on Sunday because, again, another really fun 
uh, NASCAR Pro Invitational Series event. So we're going to hopefully hit that before the show is over as well. But uh, more with Billy Venturini and uh, just kind of keeping you in the loop of what's really going on here. Back with more in a moment. Stay with us. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Can't tell you how many times I enjoyed playing blues gigs on drums. Just love the blues. Okay, welcome back to Motorsports Madness as we continue. We've got uh, Billy Venturini from Venturini Motorsports on the phone. We've got uh, Billy's PR dude uh, in the studio producing the show, uh, <laughs> Nick Moncher. And, dude. of course, I'm Tom Baker, and Randy Miller is sitting next to me inside the uh, uh, WSIC studios. We'll bring Billy back out here. Uh, I want to... 
get your opinion on this, Billy, because I don't think we really discussed this when you were in the studio, but what is your opinion about all of the uh, NASCAR pro invitational iRacing and all the things that we're seeing with uh, iRacing on TV these days? What is your, what, what do, you, do you like it? you enjoy it? Would you like to be a part of it? It's a cute video game. <laughs> <laughs> I could have told you he was going to say that. It ain't racing, man. Come on. That's, I'm sorry. It, I'm glad that they're that they're finding ways to entertain people, but well, that's, that's what it's all about. Yeah, it's not racing, and yeah. and I so I feel bad. You know, I feel bad for a couple. Like I know Bubba Wallace got mad and and quit, and some sponsor was upset over. I mean, come on, man, take it, take it for what it is. It, it's great, and honestly, you know, you get to like simulators that we have access to with Toyota. That thing is legit. I mean, that is amazing. But that's not ivory iRacing is like the most, big, I mean, it's like Atari 3600 compared to that. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I don't think there was an Atari 3600, but I get what, I get what the point is. 6400, 6400, right? That was uh, Commodore, I think. Atari was oh, 2600. What's an Atari? 2600, okay, there it was. Well, whatever. The You're not was, old enough to remember Atari, Nick? <laughs> I know what it is. I just didn't have one. Oh, man. You were a I deprived guess. child. Well, I, he's not that old. He won't remember that. See, I had Atari, but. Me, yeah, we yeah, actually got, see, we, we, I didn't want, I, my, my cousin next door had Atari and then Mattel came out with Intellivision. Remember yeah, that? So was that the one with the little card that you put in? Yes. The yeah. Oh, that, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. And we went out and bought Intellivision. Then they came out with an Intellivision too, that you could play the Atari 2600 programs in. So I had the best of both worlds then because Intellivision yeah, graphics were way better than Atari's, but we could see, still I, play all the fun games. So I remember Atari, but then like, like the first Nintendo, that was like my jam because that was about me at about eight years old, nine years old. <laughs> See, I remember so, that yeah. one, the NES system. But What's that? I remember that one, the NES system, because I hated that stupid yeah. duck or that dog in the duck hunting game that would laugh at you when you missed the ducks. Oh. <laughs> you you, you pass out from losing your breath trying yeah. to blow air into yeah. the cartridge exactly. to get it to play. <laughs> See, but now I, I'll date myself because I actually had Pong. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm, I think I'm a little older than you are, Billy. I actually had yeah. Pong, and that game was fun, man. That was a challenge. All right. And, and after Motorsports Madness, he hauled. Like, my generation <laughs> is like the very first generation of gamers. That that early mid yes. type game, that we're like we are the, the first gaming age. Space you know, so invaders, like, man. Into it, so I like it. But Pac-Man. But I stopped. Yeah, I stopped playing when. when yeah, I don't think my wife would like us playing video games. I think she likes my attention better. See, I hate that I I hate that I didn't. I don't still have. I would if if I still had my Intellivision, I'd still be playing all those games. It was just fun stuff. All right, uh, let's get back to talking racing here a little bit. But that was that's fun to to that's fun to go back and talk about. To, I could I could talk about those video games all night. Um, so, w- what is typically for? We'll just kind of start with your group. What. Are you guys full on back to work, ready to go? And and um, what is happening with Venturini Motorsports at this point? And what's it like for the ARCA teams, even though you don't really know where your first race is going to be yet? Well, we uh, tomorrow is the actually today was when the Cabarrus County lifted their uh, their basically stay at home order. So at okay. this point we can go back. So we'll be back at work tomorrow. Great. 
So uh, yep. Nick's excited. I can see that by the look on his face. I've big never smile. seen a yeah. smile so big. He's, he's got yeah. He's got a smile so wide. Well, never mind. Um, yeah, but uh, he's he's definitely excited. And and I'm sure. I mean, I've got to believe everybody. You guys have to had to have been going crazy over the last. It's been hard enough for for us, but at least we still get to come and do the shows. Right. Um, you know, you guys have been kind of sitting around watching. You know old uh ncis episodes or something for the last uh, six or seven weeks uh so you guys got to be raring to get back to what what is considered somewhat of a normal routine right yeah I, yeah the guys are really looking forward to it and they're they're all gung-ho and ready to get to work full-time and you know i'm uh but the only problem i'm having is i don't know what we're getting ready for yet so i guess that's the we're we're gonna end up with more race cars ready and we're going to be ready for any scenario, but there's going to come a point where we will need our schedule to be able to basically do that last five or ten percent on each car. So, so but they're they're sitting there ready to rip. But the thing is, like, what do we? What exactly is the next race? Like, Talladega was supposed to be coming up, but now the the, the schedules I've seen for options, Talladega isn't going to be until way later in the year. So, you know, those cars will have to pull the motors out of those and get because we're going to race the we race those motors at multiple tracks. So those cars will probably pull the motors out, have them sitting there ready to go minus a motor, but then go pull those motors out and put them in other cars to go race between them. So it's like a hurry up and wait kind of situation, basically. You're like, hurry up yeah. and get ready, but we don't know what you're going to do when you get ready. So, um, so, so, so that's it, man. We were building – We were our plan was to build three new cars during this season. We just finished one. The other one's probably about a week away. Um, oh, okay. Because it was, it, was, it was already done when we were – going so it just had to go to the powder coater which they uh i think that just went and then so it'll probably be about a week away and then uh and then we'll have another one which we're waiting on the chassis shop because they've been closed to get to us so we'll have the, the good thing is we'll have all three of those brand new cars we were building this year ready before we get get back started so has NASCAR given you guys any indication that you guys are going to make up all the races that you've missed so far? Because you guys aren't nearly as, as much of a hole as NASCAR is in because they've missed seven races. You guys have only missed a couple races. Has NASCAR said we're going to try to make all of the schedule fit into the next like four or five months or however long it's going to take to get through the rest of the schedule? So our deal is uh, we, we still want to get 18 main ARCA races in and we want to get the seven East races in that they that they canceled uh, or the postponed. I'm sorry. We have not canceled a race. We've postponed them. Um, and, uh, I know that's the goal. We might have to get creative and maybe end up making one of the East races and East and an ARCA race, you know, there's been different scenarios we've kind of played through, but, uh, the goal is still to run them all. Um, yeah, we haven't missed many, but the problem is we're not going to be able to go in June. We're not going to be able to go in June and have our normal schedule. Like I said, I highly doubt Michigan's going to roll at the beginning of June. Highly, highly doubt that's going to happen. I, I would say the chance of going to Chicago is probably less than fifty-fifty on the date that it was scheduled. So that puts us now when we start to get a little further behind. You know, Mid Ohio is not going to happen, and I don't think on the date that we were planning. I'm mean, about positive it's not happening on the date we were planning on. So there's going to be some we're going to have to make up, but uh, but we got time to do that, and and we'll figure it out. And our schedule. I do know that we're we're well prepared to drag the season out later than the October whatever fifteenth date or and I'm, that's an approximate. But I knew we were supposed to end at Kansas in the middle of October. If we got to drag, if we got to run three four races after Kansas, so be it. We're prepared to. 
Okay, so as of right now, you don't necessarily see ARCA having to resort, at least for the National Series, you don't see them ARCA having to resort to what CUP is doing, which is basically, let's just run any track we can get, even if we do two or three at one track uh, for no, now, I, just to get I, some races. I totally anticipate that. Oh, you do? I totally anticipate okay. that. Okay, so you... you I, th- so some of these shows that you've talked about that are questionable, you're thinking are just not going to happen, period. Uh, I'm not going to ask you which ones, of course, because we don't know. But, but you're thinking there are some shows that probably won't get scheduled uh, out of the national schedule this year. I think it'd be very possible for us to pull into a racetrack and run two races in a weekend and then go home. Mm, that makes sense. Interesting. Well, their schedule is a lot different than Cup. They run a lot of tracks that Cup doesn't even go to, you know, like – uh, logistic wise, so it would make sense for NASCAR to say, you know, let's get the ARCA races in, but let's run maybe a Darlington or, you know, a couple times at Charlotte or whatever just to get the same number that, you know, kind of have the right. same mentality that NASCAR has right now of let's get to 36 with the ARCA series, let's get to the 18 or whatever that we need to get to, even if we yep. have to run four or five races right now and then figure out the rest of the schedule later in the season. So. 100%, man. That, that's very likely and, and- we gotta get. We have we have eighteen more left. We have twenty total ARCA races, and we have eight total East races. We gotta figure out how the total amount at the end of the year equals twenty eight. No. And 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 the only thing that I right now is the East deal that I know we discussed the idea of possibly combined in an East and an and an ARCA Premier race into one race and paying double points. Um, it's not it's not official by any means. It's just something because honestly, it's so liquid that it, 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 it's it's changing every twelve twenty four hours. Like yeah. especially especially about a month ago, man, where I was talking with the series very often, and uh, it, it, if I talked to him in the morning, by the evening it changed. So I wasn't telling anyone what was going down because it would you would need like a ticker, like you need like the ticker on the uh, <laughs> stock exchange, man. It would it, it was changing every second. So we were doing, Randy and I were doing Inside Pass Tuesday, and I made the comment because we had seen what we thought was going to be the schedule NASCAR was going to announce. And I made the comment that now you got to understand, folks, this is valid today, you know, just before noon on Tuesday. Um, it could change two hours after the show's over. I don't think it even took five minutes. No, I heard during the, different, well, I heard during the, the, uh, the, uh, conference today that there have actually been 65 different versions of the schedule wow. that have been created between. No, like last week sometime, and, and the, today when the official one came out, there were 65 different variations of the schedule. So, Let me tell you something. NASCAR is doing a beautiful job in, in being flexible with all this, but the problem is this is not a NASCAR and track and series exactly. situation yeah. only. It's there, there's, gov- there's, there's government that comes yep. into this, and honestly, guys, at that point, we realize where we fit in the food chain, you know? Yep. Like, it's just not going to matter on some stuff. We're going to have to work around their uh, their plans and and their yeah. agendas and what they want for their local uh, uh, uh basically for their i guess their health care of their locals and so we got to honor that and we do whatever we need to at that point it's just insanity i i just don't know how nascar is is doing all of this because again like you said it's so fluid it changes so quickly these these local municipalities are making decisions on the fly and you know they say one thing today and then a week later it's something different and um so i don't know how anyone in nascar is able to put together uh, a schedule for what amounts to really five series uh when you count the um national arca and uh arca east 
uh, as we say, the West is going to probably, because I don't think California is going to run anything all year. I think racing there is probably dead in the water um, at this point. Are they um, running Phoenix for the rest of the year? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, that's, Phoenix, you know, in the, Phoenix in the bullring, man. Yeah. That's, you know? Pretty much. Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be interesting for sure. We appreciate uh, you taking the time to come on. Uh, Billy, as always, and uh, look forward to having you back in the studio. We'll need to get your dad in here, too. I know he still wants to come in uh, once all of this uh, kind of gets lifted and he's more free to, to travel and feeling better. We'll get uh, get him in as well. So uh, thanks for taking some time tonight. We appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you having me. Thank you. That is uh, Billy Venturini. And, uh, man, I, I mean, I, Randy, this is just pure insanity. It, it's <laughs> it I, it's hard to follow. I mean, it, it you know, and it's hard to believe that we're even talking about racing what amounts to 11 races in seven days. Got a lot of stuff to talk about on the shows, that's for sure. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is just crazy. Um, you know, it, no shortage of topics. It, it sounds like, Nick, that uh, you're – you're going to get a little a little more time away from the racetrack, but uh, certainly not much time more uh, left out of the shop. Yeah, plenty more time into the shop now starting and then hopefully go back to the racetrack in June. It's kind of like, what do we do? It's like sending the football team out onto the field. The offense comes out and goes, are we running or passing? Back with more in a moment. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. 
class. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. two minutes of our radio broadcast for the week. Uh, we've got TV overtime coming up next to so those of you who are watching us on WSIC TV in the Charlotte area. Um, you stay with us because we'll have TV overtime just for you coming up on the other side of the next break. So don't go anywhere, uh, but uh, we've just got uh, about a minute and a half now left on the radio. And uh, Nick, I'm curious, what is your first order of business when you get to the shop tomorrow? Dust off my desk. <laughs> make sure the internet still works. Yeah. Uh, I mean, make sure I still have a desk, I guess. Uh, but no, I mean, it's just, you know, I'm, I'm in charge of all the semis and everything else. So oh, I mean, okay. got to get everything ready for that right away, you know, because just in case we do end up going r- racing earlier and then um, just start working with our drivers on a plan, letting them know what we're doing, what Toyota's doing, and kind of just start putting schedules together and doing social media and everything like that. So you're kind of going to hit the ground running. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, it just seems it, it's like we've been in dead stop for six or seven weeks. Because we have. Full sprint. <laughs> it's almost right? like the season's starting it, over again. Yeah. Basically. I mean, it's it's not even, it's not that we're easing back in. It's full steam ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, We and, should have started Daytona again. Yeah, exactly. Start the season over again. I could do another Daytona 500. That would be fun. Okay. Uh, We're going to have TV overtime coming up here in just a a moment or two. So those of you in our TV audience, don't go anywhere. Those of you on the radio, thank you very much for listening this weekend. And thanks to our sponsors, My Computer Career, strutmasters.com, and, of course, uh, victorycustomtrailers.com as well. Until next week, Nick DeGroote for motorsport.com. And next week, I'm Tom Baker. Thanks for tuning in, and see ya. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and visit racechasermedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.